0: Hello, and welcome to The Warm Podcast, where we discuss the current state and future of the music industry. We talk to some of the most interesting behind the scenes leaders, trendsetters and entrepreneurs who are shaping the music business today. On this episode, we speak to Matthias Strobel. Matthias is the founder of Music Tech Germany, the world's first and only organized association for music tech companies. The organization was started to create more dialogue and collaboration within the music tech community, but now also works to create a closer relationship with the traditional music industry. Matthias talks about some of the tensions and challenges that exist between the music industry and music tech, and what can be done to make things better. We also talk about why Germany has been home to a huge amount of leading music tech companies over the years, and discuss some of the most important current trends, and which exciting new startups we should be looking out for. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. So could you tell me a little bit about your background in music and tech?
1: Oh yeah. So um, I came to music technology uh, in 2011 when I um, finished my studies of business communication. Friends of mine were working on um, on a on a new kind of interactive musical instrument that um, uses the Kinect camera. But for them, it was basically more uh, a creative project. and um, but uh, they wanted to turn it into a, a business model and um, um, start a startup. So um, I got there, and um, they already um, were already, far down the road and then developed the technology that um, enabled the software to to translate any kind of data stream into music in real time. So what we did is we took the data of the Kinect camera, which is like a, a motion capturing camera, and um, translated this camera into tonal musical structures. So you could basically stand in front of the camera and move your right arm and play drums with it and um, the guitar with your left hand and um, percussion elements with your feet. So it was all about position and speed of your limbs and they would create music. That's when I got hooked with music technology. And because I was so blown away um, what they already have achieved that um, I decided to stop what I was actually planning to and um, start the startup with them. And then we had a a long journey until 2015, Um, and before, um, like we um, did a couple of other things um, with the technology. We decided to investigate how brainwave data works in order to make music out of it, and um, we also built an app that just uses the gyro sensor and accelerator sensor in the smartphone. So there were so many opportunities and ways to um, find new ways um, of interaction with music that um, we experimented a lot and we continued developing different products and um, we actually finished one that is now in use with Parkinson patients um, that they use um, in order to have uh, audio feedback um, when they um, yeah, when they're doing the exercises And um, so in 2015 I I stopped working there and um, I did something totally different because um, we had this uh, refugee situation in Berlin so I started a refugee camp, um, managed it for half a year and then joined Music Tech Fest which is like um, the festival of music ideas and which takes place this year in September in Stockholm. And I was at Music Tech Fest a couple of times before with Nagel Sounds. Uh, That's the name of the startup that um, I co-founded. And um, because the whole atmosphere and the whole concept of this event was so great, um, when they asked me if I want to join the team, um, I was super happy to do that. And yeah, and then I worked for Music Tech Fest for one and a half years, and we did a couple of um, satellite events and um, mini Music Tech Fests um, all around the world. And um, I more and more realized that... um, This is the only network out there for music technology people and there should be more networks and especially um, more networks in each country that people can actually meet each other and not just um, uh, know from each other, but uh, get to know each other and um, exchange thoughts and ideas and um, experiences. So this is when I came up with the idea to start Music Tech Germany, which is the Federal Association for Music Technology in Germany. Uh, in order to um, connect all these people, gather them under one roof and be a contact point for the music industry as well because the traditional music industry didn't have any network or contact point where they would go to and um, could ask about trends in the future or available tools and technologies. And um, so the idea of music technology is um, to provide this infrastructure for the music industry and to gather all these music tech people that are here
0: and music tech germany is the world's first uh, trade organization for music tech is that correct
1: yes it's not a real trade organization it's more like an um, an association that um gathers all the people it's not um particularly meant for for trade purposes but um yeah it's the first um organized association for music technology um worldwide and i hope that there's uh, a lot will follow This example and establish their own music tech networks and associations in their
0: countries. And was it also in order to facilitate dialogue and collaboration between different music tech companies?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. This is this is one of the main reasons why I decided to start this. That um, people um, get easier access uh, in order to collaborate with each other because most of the music tech startups and that's a total normal thing with all industries are so busy with their own company structure with building products and services so they don't have the time to actually set up a network and um, find the right people to collaborate with so for them it's way easier if there's already a place where they can go to and um, see who else is available in this country or um, anywhere else in the world in order to find out if there's any partners out there that are worth collaborating with And um, this was the main reason to start this. And then there was a study that um, was done by Sound Diplomacy and um, the Senate of Berlin that um, investigated how the music industry in Berlin and the tech industry in Berlin feels about the situation right now. And the outcome of this um, report was that um, the industry wishes to have a contact point in order to um, explore trends of the future, and the tech people wants to have this network in order to um, actually physically meet each other or um, yeah, or digitally um exchange thoughts or have a platform. And so these are these are the two main reasons. And the third reason why we decided to build this association on a federal basis is that in Germany, at least, there is no funding structure, public funding structure at all. Um, for music tech people. So if you're a music tech startup and you want to apply for funding you can apply for cultural funding but then um, you wouldn't get it and they would tell you oh no it's uh, too technical and if you apply for tech funding they would say no it's too arty. So you're always in this gap if you build a music tech startup and um, one of the reasons this is this exists or this doesn't exist is because the politics and the whole structure of the creative industries in Germany also didn't have anyone to contact or talk about um, this situation and um, they were actually quite happy when I approached them and told them hey I want to start this federal association so that you have someone to talk to when you write this new calls and this new new funding programs and um, we will be happy if we could help um, writing these funding programs that it's um, in, in line with what is needed.
0: So, what are some of the specific challenges for the music tech community, as you see it? Oh, I mean, there's this. <laughs> this
1: is also what we experience with our startup: is that the tech, the music tech people, the 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 people with passion for music and technology, they start building products or services mostly out of a passion, and um, but most uh, mostly with no clue about um, the complexity and. the uh, the structure um, of the music industry, how it works with um, um, rights management and all the other things. Um, the music industry is a really complex industry. So what happens a lot is that the um, music tech startups start to build their products and services, and then when they're done with it, they approach the, the certain people in the in the value chain on the, in the music industry and tell them, "Hey, look, we built this amazing product or service for you." And then it often happens that. These people or actors say, "Hey, yeah, that's um, that's cool, but that's not actually what we need." And um, to uh, get rid of this um, this gap of knowledge between both industries, um, it's important that there is a platform or a way for um, knowledge transfer. And um, that's a big issue for both sides because the music industry, I mean, we have we have this value gap situation right now because um, the music industry never brought up uh, an innovation from the inside so it was always tech companies from the outside that built something and um, basically disrupted or innovated the music ecosystem and um, because the tech companies didn't have any clue how the whole thing works we have things like youtube these days that are um, using creative works of others and um, monetizing them and um, and that's in a not fair way but um, this not fair way only exists because the music industry didn't bring up by itself, so in order to change this in the future, it's important that the music industry and the tech providers um, and maybe even researchers are uh, all sit together and try to shape the future of the music industry. And this can only happen if um, everybody connects with each other on an eye level and um, says, "Hey, let's work together. Let's see where our biggest challenges are, and let's try to solve them all together." and then the tech people can do what they can do best, build amazing products and services, and the music industry can do what they like best, is um, artists can make art, and the music industry can take care of um, making this artist uh, uh, having a living out of that. So, yeah.
0: As you say, there has been a lot of tension historically between the music industry and the tech industries. Um, The music industry has often been skeptical, perhaps understandably, um do, do do you see a change there? is Is the music industry becoming more open to innovations uh, coming from 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 the music tech industry? As you see it?
1: It's hard to 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 generalize in that matter because there are a few music industry actors that are super open for new technologies and um, they understand that the future will be mostly technological or digital. And um, if they wanna get a share of it, then they need to collaborate. So there are a few out there. We have like a few examples that are trying to change the whole system of licensing and provide a thing like a innovation license that um, music tech startups can get access um, of a certain catalog in order to Um, develop real world world products uh, and not just um, products as mockups without any content. So there is a few of them and it's mostly the independent labels and um, independent artists that are interested in what will come up in the future. It's rather the big labels um, that are still skeptical about what's Going to happen because they are scared that um, they're going to lose their um, business models and um, that they don't understand what the tech people are talking about. And I think this is a big issue. It's, it needs a lot of education on both sides that um, they understand that nobody wants anything bad from the other. It's, um, it's, in, the, it's in the common sense and in the, in, the, in the benefit of everyone if we develop stuff together. And I think. The fault there's no that's nobody's fault that the music industry is still a bit um, skeptical about the whole thing. It's more than um, the structure of these big corporate label companies are pretty difficult and pretty complex. So it takes a while until everyone in this um, big system is convinced about the opportunities and chances uh, of the future through technology and. Then there's also this, this, this stereotype that's actually true that most of these big music industry corporates are still run by a white old um, man that um, don't really bother about what the future will bring them because they either get retired in the next five years and they just hope that it stays the way it is or they just can't be bothered to learn new stuff and understand what's going on in the future. But I feel that there is a new wave and a new generation of music industry people um, coming in now that are understanding where this whole thing goes to.
0: There are a lot of uh, cutting-edge music tech companies um, in Germany, uh, coming out of Germany or based in Germany, uh, especially Berlin. Uh, Everything from SoundCloud to Ableton, Native Instruments, the list goes on. Uh, Why do you think Germany is such a good place for music tech startups?
1: Um, I mean, music technology has always been a big part of uh, German innovation. So if you think about uh, the the turntable, the tape recorder, the microphone, the MP3, all these inventions that... um, Changed the music ecosystem came from Germany. So, the history when it comes to music tech innovation has always been here. Then, the other thing is that um, Berlin is still, compared to other capitals in Europe, super cheap. So, from people that uh, live somewhere else, um, for them, it's mostly not a problem to come over and um, survive here. It gets really complicated right now with like this whole gentrification thing and um, with like the 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 speculants and the investors that are um, buying off the whole city but still there is room and um, because there has been always a big focus on art and creativity in the city um, the infrastructure for at least for the cultural and um, creative side um, has been always here and has been always been fostered. So um, for a music tech person, it's, uh, or for a music person that likes tech, it's, uh, it's a perfect playground uh, to experiment and to find other people that they can actually collaborate with. So Berlin, is, uh, Germany at all, is, uh, is just a place that um, provides all the stuff that music tech people are looking for when they want to build something.
0: And what what are some of the more uh, important trends in music tech uh, as you see it right now?
1: Uh, I don't want to do this whole uh, buzzword bingo thing, but um, and I hate talking about the whole blockchain theory all the time, but I strongly believe that. Um, this is going to change not only the music industry, but uh, change the whole digital world. It might take a couple of years and it might take a a lot of years because we're still in or the technology is still in its baby shoes. But I believe that this can be a huge game changer for music, the industry and for everyone involved when it comes to transparency, rights management, um, um, royalty payment, um, fairness um, for artists. And also for the music industry that is still scared about the the whole blockchain thing because all they hear all the time is, oh, it's cryptocurrency and oh, they cut off the middleman. And um, we don't want to share our metadata. And um, I think this is also a problem that needs to be solved and can be solved. And the solution is uh, all about education and knowledge transfer. So once the music industry understands that um, this is actually or this will play in favor for them because if they have an automated system for all these complex things that they have established over the years, um, if that's going to be solved, they have more time to um, develop new income streams and take care of the artist and do what they are supposed to be like, um, do all the the administrative work um, around an artist so that the artist can um, focus on art. So I think the blockchain thing from a from an infrastructural and from a systematical perspective, it's something that's going to change the whole music industry. And it's an important technological um, invention that came up. And then there are a few other things that are going to be uh, interesting but haven't been explored a lot. Uh, the whole smart sp- speaker um, evolution that's going to take place in the next couple of years will have an impact on the music industry. And from a sound and musical perspective, I believe that um, with VR, um, we will see a whole new bunch of musicians and artists creating music in a totally different and new way with 3D audio, spatial audio, and um, all that new um, opportunities that come in with this technology, musicians um, get a whole lot more um, of uh, creative um, options and um, ways to um, create their art and their, um, express themselves in the musical way. Right now, the whole VR world hasn't applied this um, 3D audio thing a lot, but it will come, and then this will open a new door for the artistic way of making music.
0: And what what, what about a thing like AI? Is that also something you see making an impact?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is also a re- uh, re- uh, relay. Uh, uh, it relies also to like the, the smart speaker um, development. I believe that AI is going to play a major role um, in music in on certain levels. Also, the combination AI and blockchain when it comes to rights management, rights clearing and um, clearing data, this might be an interesting um, combination. Then also AI as a muse and as a partner for um, artists when they create their musical pieces. And then even... AI as a standalone um, music composer and producer, um, since, since, like, since the value of music um, has gone down and people don't really care about um, the artist and the idea and concept of an album anymore, or not everyone, but um, quite a few, um, AI can actually fill this gap with ha- with having like music that is not as meaningful as it would have been um, done by an artist. So, if you take um Amazon um Alexa's um the the most <laughs> the the most used command last year was um play me some music, and without um having a an artist name or anything in it, so that just shows that the people. Just want to listen to some music, and in the best case scenario, the music would fit their personal um, um, their personal being and their their situation right now. So, with AI and sensor technology, I believe that, and the smart speaker um, technology, I believe that um, this combination will play a major role, but not as um, disrupting the whole industry and um, making the the artists. Um, uh, like um go away, um it's just something that's gonna be added to the whole music ecosystem. But AI will play a big role for sure.
0: And are there any specific startups out there that we should be keeping an eye on?
1: Oh yeah, there's a there's a few. I'm um, there's like um, I mean you can go all the way through the value chain. There's a, a company called Sound Notation here in in Hamburg. What they do is. Um, You as a music producer, if you don't have any knowledge of um, notation, you can send them your WAV file and um, they um, notate the song and um, send you a digital or a physical sheet with um, the notes of the music that you have produced. This um, might also be an additional revenue stream for um, artists because they can sell these sheets and other people who play piano or anything else could um, use these sheets in order to practice or um, use it in terms of um, creating an own version of it. Then there's um, MIMI hearing, it's a, it's a totally different thing, but what they do is they, um, they created an algorithm and a technology that um, gives you the, um, the opportunity to have a personalized hearing experience, which means that um, you do a hearing test um, with their app, it takes six or seven minutes. And if you listen to a song before you do the test, and um, then you do the test and you listen to the same song afterwards, you can see the huge difference that this algorithm makes. And um, what they do is they re- reproduce the frequencies that you have lost since you are 18 years old. Every human being loses hearing, um, hearing, um, yeah, the hearing over the time when they, from 18 on upwards. And um, what they did, they built an algorithm that could actually. Um, replace this um, lost frequencies again. Then you have mod devices, which is, in my opinion, the the future digital, um, like they built a platform, an open source platform that was at the beginning meant for having a a guitar pedal, um, all guitar pedals and um, instruments and effects in one digital guitar pedal. But now they extended this whole thing that you can use their mod duo for, a lot of other things and um, play it, play it with, your, um, with your DAWs and with other stuff. And of course, when it comes to blockchain, you have Resonate here in Berlin that um, they're doing a great job. And um, I know Peter for a long time, and I know that um, he actually founded this, he, uh, he calls it ethical, um, uh, exactly. So um, And he really has this mindset. Um, and what I like is that um, he came up with the idea and the concept and um, kept on, Pushing this concept and believing in it, and um, there's still no crypto coin for it, um, which will obviously come in the next couple of months. But um, what I like is that he thought about how this whole blockchain thing could benefit the artists and could make the music industry fairer and more transparent, and um, not think about how he can become rich in a short time. So I believe that um, his idea and concept is so well thought that it could actually have a huge impact on the music industry and the artists alike.